set of challenges. Who better to give you advice than these knuckleheads? Who let them have a podcast anyway? Need your mama's permission. This is the Battle Podcast. Ray Ray all day. Oh, what up, Ray? Chris, what's going, what's going on? on over there, fellas? You tell me, Ray, what's going on over there, man? Oh, man, I, I might have brought myself to the slaughter. I think you did, brother. <laughs> I think you did because <laughs> it, the shit's about ready to get real here in about five seconds. Oh, yeah. So, uh, as we, we've got for a guest this week, we have my Ooh. neighbor, my dear farming neighbor. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here, here we, we go. go. for this. Welcome. All right. Welcome to the show, Mr. Daniel White. Yeah, hey. Daniel White. All right. Oh, my God. Dear, really? That's what you start with? <laughs> <laughs> we could have started with this. That's bullshit. <laughs> no, I, I'm glad Daniel's here, man, because we got to clear too. some shit up. Because uh, we do. Ray's been on this show now for weeks or months talking about how you've been purposely Allowing your dear to become deceased and calling him over there to bury him. Is that true, Daniel? I, I ask him to feed him. He kills him. I don't know what happens. <laughs> I don't know, because he says every time he goes over there, he sees a dead deer and he's beginning to think that maybe you're setting him up. Is what he you told know, us. When I leave my house, they're alive. When he comes there, they're dead. I, I think it's Ray. I'm going to blame John since he's not here. John, I'm John, no, the other John. John is his business partner. Oh, okay. His business partner. He's, he's the other deer farmer. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's the one that shows up. Finds well, him well, finds him dead and calls me. But I got to be honest with you, Daniel. I'm I got to question you because if this guy's showing up and every time he shows up, one of your deer is dead, you might want to get a better babysitter. You know, I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, we don't pay him enough. <laughs> Good help is hard to find. I mean, when Ray shows up, the deer start running. <laughs> <laughs> like a grim reaper showing up, walking in. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's it's because he wears the boots. Oh, yeah. In the shorts. He's got the cleanest <laughs> redneck boots, boots I've boots ever seen in my life. Boots and shorts. Yeah. I got a new pair. I got me a new pair of boots on today. I yeah. do. Uh-huh. So what else do you do, Daniel? Mortgages. You a loner, oh, huh? Yeah. I'm a loner. Uh, Daniel's a loner. <laughs> He's a loner and a deer He's farmer. He's a loner. <laughs> About that. That's all you got with a deer? I'm surprised. Dude, I thought- I'll tell you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in shock right now. Yeah? I'm, I am shocked. Really? That? That you've sat here next to me on this podcast. You know, dragging down the name of your neighbor, talking about how he's been setting you up. Oh, the that's whole how time. he goes in. Oh, yeah, the whole damn time talking about <laughs> Every time he calls me over there, it's like a dead deer. I think he just wants me to bury him for him. I don't, you know, <laughs> that last one, he could actually got the venison from him instead. What did he do? He didn't even lick it. I know. Because <laughs> you know what that is? He is not a self-respecting redneck. I've, no, I've, hey. I've come down to it. I've come to that conclusion. He talks about being a redneck. I don't think he really is a redneck. Because he's from a Koei. No. Hey, Koi. Hey, the last time I got, the last time you got me talking about licking furry things, I got in trouble. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. You said anything with, what'd you say, four legs and fur on it, you're going to eat it or something? Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> oh, four legs. <laughs> I, had to I threw in the that. four legs, yeah, because yeah, he didn't say that at first. I so. had to clarify that. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
It there was, was no, there's no fish in your windows there. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> not that time. <laughs> oh man, you know what's funny? I don't know if he told you this, Daniel, but he used to send us pictures, right? Of dead deer? Uh, of, no, no, no. You, of, your, no, of your of your baby deer, right? Oh, and okay. he's sending all these pictures over to my, showing my daughter and my wife, and they're all sitting there. Oh, look at the deer. I said, don't be listening to that son of a bitch. He's over there fatting them up so people could go out there and kill them. That's bullshit. <laughs> you know, that is exactly right. <laughs> like we've yeah. had yeah. the boys up to shoot them and the girls to breed. Well, he's, mm-hmm. he's so used to being the human humanitarian over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't even say it straight because he's so full of shit half the time. You don't know what's going on. Yeah, he's a court low. He ain't got brown eyes. No. Blue, baby, blue. I'm just going to call him the Deuterium over here. Oh! <laughs> like he's doing all kinds of, you know, shit on the side to help, you know, animal habitats and stuff. Yeah. Oh, you know, we were talking. He said he had to start working out. So I figured drag some deer out back. You're good. <laughs> Digging holes. Pounds. <laughs> Digging holes. Well, that's what he said last Dragon week. I'm deer. like, so how big was he? He goes, I don't know. It was big. I said, you should have given it the old taste test. You would know how big that sucker was. In five seconds, boy. Uh-huh. Let's see. That's a 185. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's been dead for three hours and two, 24 minutes. All right. Now we got to stop focusing on my deer killing and deer raising failures over here. Oh, dude, you dear God. Can we oh, please? <laughs> I know Daniel's the one that feels all the heat. He comes home and he's always missing a deer. Yeah. I get these. I'm on a cruise. And I get this random text when I get in a port. You got a dead deer. <laughs> Your wife, I know your wife's going to be telling you, change your friends. <laughs> no, she Good night, dear. <laughs> yeah, good night, dear. Good, yeah, there you go. There you go, Fritzy. Forget about How good about night, that? Good night, dear. Now, I can see, I can see her, his wife right now when, when he gets that text. She just looks up and goes, you know, you need better friends. <laughs> yeah. She said, can we upgrade. get a better babysitter for here? Uh, trade them in. <laughs> you had one job. One freaking job. Just feed the deer and keep them alive. That's all you got to do. Oh, my God. Talk about one job. I showed him how to cut down the tree. I leave for five minutes. He comes down. He cuts it one tree down, and he crushes his gate. <laughs> oh, the shit's getting deep. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh the shit's coming Ray, out. Ray, all day, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> He's over there taking videos, walking around the damn well, property. he is Ray Paul. <laughs> but here I am about oh, here. Shit. You know, y'all living this country life, you know, cutting down trees yeah. and feeding deer and doing all this. You're oh, killing God. deer, and you're freaking banging he, up he your fences. All can, you're doing. Ray can mess some stuff up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's horrible. Oh, Dude, he, you know, he burned my pitchfork. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to burn a pitchfork. You're supposed to use it for the fire. Your father-in-law's pitchfork. Well, it was mine because uh, he gave it to me. You know, most rednecks fix shit, minutes, right? They don't uh, break it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Dude, Let's talk that, about how he fixed the pitchfork. <laughs> Dude, that was hilarious. So He put the pitchforks on wrong. Backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the shit's getting... I'm loving this. I'm loving this, man. And then he learned how to use the pitchforks. So hang on. He screwed me on that because I put... So hang on. Here's the deal. He put the tines on backwards. How do you do that? The whole story. The whole story. Because he had the redneck and that. The whole story. (laughs) When we first moved into the property, we had a ton of stuff to clear, right? So he comes over. He's helping me out. He's being very neighborly. And uh, he had this nice new pitchfork. Oh, pitch don't would have kissed him oh, with the no, ass no, over there, right? This is funny. Being neighborly He was. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, this guy here, he was the first person That's to bullshit. show up on Not the property. <laughs> he was the first person to show up on the property, and he goes, man, you ain't going to cut it with all the... All this he with got that this lawnmower. Bitty mower. Yeah. <laughs> like you need a bush hog. So he, so he whoa, shows Whoa, 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 whoa. As much bragging as you did about the size of your mower on here, now I find out your neighbor had to tell you to get a bigger 
friggin' lawnmower? No. You shit talk. Well, that, that, was, that was before the deck conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. That uh-huh. was before the deck. Oh, get yes. a bigger deck. Uh-huh. You, don't get a, you told him to get a bigger <laughs> oh, deck. I got a bigger deck. Oh, the truth comes out, boy. I tell you, he was talking all kinds of shit about how small my mower was. Your deck was, not oh, your my mower. Deck. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't operating with a full deck. I'll tell you that much right now. Oh, man. So he brings his nice new pitchfork over, and there was several beers involved. And oh, yeah. With and a, cra- a tractor. And a crazy neighbor and, and, across yeah, the street with, with a, tractor. a tractor. Yeah. And pitchforks on the tractor. So we go to leave, and he's like, damn, I can't find my pitchfork. And it's dark, and I'm like, dude, I'll find it. I'll get it to you. He's like, all right. So later that night, the, the fire burned down, and I walk out there, and I go, take a um, picture of the, the tines of the pitchfork. Go, yeah, the only metal that's left. Yeah. I go, <laughs> I found your pitchfork. He goes, all right, good. I'm like, no, not so not good. So good. <laughs> Send him the picture. So then I said, look, man, I'll buy you another handle. We'll put it on. So I put, so I get another handle and put a damn thing on backwards. Oh, oh But he didn't know it was on backwards. No, I did. Oh, yeah, I did. I know he, he didn't know. know. But he I didn't know. know. I didn't know. He didn't know. He doesn't know shit. No. He talked shit. That's I all didn't know you could take it out and turn it around and do it again. I thought it was like a one yeah, shot deal. You, know, you, you like hammered on, hammered off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a redneck. So, he should know all this shit, but I guess he doesn't. That's so, bullshit. Yeah. So I used a backwards pitchfork for about two years. <laughs> yeah, he did. And then he, he asked to borrow it. So I got used to it being backwards. So he asked to borrow it one time. I was like, yeah, no problem. So I give him my pitchfork. You know, he sticks it back in the back of the property. You know, he's done with it. So he just takes it and sticks it by the burn pit like we always do. And I get out there to go to use it. And I'm like, what the hell? This shit is all... It won't, what the... I'm like... Yeah, the bin's all wrong. I'm like, damn. Because it's not backwards. It's yeah. <laughs> like, damn, we fixed it. Oh, man. I'm just, I'm, I am in shock right now. <laughs> Because the image I once had of the redneck and eyes and redneck oh, over this here. is uh, this is this is price this is I redneck one hundred and one right here, I, I man. You can't God pay for this Daniel kind of entertainment, on this man. Show right now. What do you? Yeah, <laughs> it's golden. Ooh, I, I, boy. I, I do mortgages, and he calls himself a redneck, but he can't put a pitchfork on right. I don't that's get bullshit. It. I don't get it. I tell you one thing I can do is that's bury a damn deer. Oh, yeah, you can oh bury him. God, he is so good at that. Yeah, uh-huh. I've given him 12 opportunities this year alone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Well, let's get back to my failures. <laughs> You're failing forward. Did we ever oh, get gosh. off of that? <laughs> no. We just kept expanding. It makes content him. for years, man. Oh, oh wow. Man. I'm loving this, though. Daniel, you're never coming back. Having <laughs> back. <laughs> the guests that Dang wouldn't it. leave. Oh, man. But yeah, so today's topic is about failures. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. I got sound effects, too. <laughs> wow, you're good. <laughs> Daniel's on point there. Not like that, you don't. Right, Fritzy? Nope. <laughs> That's right. Somebody pulled his finger. That's it. He goes big. He goes big. So let's start out by the definition of failure. So this week's topic is going to be about failure and how we look at failure how we treat failure. And I think a lot of us are looking at it in the wrong aspect, really. So there's a difference between failing and being a failure. So the definition of failure is lack of success in in some effort, a situation in which something doesn't work out as it should, uh, an occurrence where someone doesn't do something that that should be done. That's failure. And to fail is to basically to fall short, to become absent, to be unsuccessful. You know, as an example, like bad grades or um, meeting a deadline or completing a project or something like that. So there's there's a difference between failure and failing. And well, I, th- I think that there has to be a, a really strong line that's drawn so that men can understand the difference. Because I think a lot of guys out there 
they kind of couple the two together. Mm-hmm. They think because they fail at something, that makes them a failure. Right. And that is that could be that's the furthest thing from the truth because all great people have failed. Right. Everyone. Everyone. I mean, you, you said you're in the mortgage business, correct? I am. Absolutely. You probably had a number of different business ventures throughout the course of your life, right? I, I can't count them on your toes. Okay. <laughs> if you were to give it a if you were to give it a percentage, how many times would you say you have failed in the course of doing that? A percentage? Yeah. You're a numbers guy. 98%. 98% Failure. of the time and yeah. 2% success, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're in, in, in by definition, as far as. Did I hear that right? That was a nine and an eight. 98. Yep. Yeah. It's wow. close to a hundred. I'm, 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 that's an A plus. <laughs> a failure. A failure. Yeah. I just met you, Dan. I don't know if you're joking with me or not, but I tell you, I'm impressed. I mean, I am yeah. shouldn't be impressed by that number, but I mean, I, that scared me just then. I, Why? I didn't realize it would be so high. I failed my way to success. That's all I got to say. Failing yeah. forward. I, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I and, all great, time. And, all, and all great people that you meet that have done certain things in their lives or been successful in business or whatever ventures, They'll tell you the same thing. They got to be ready and willing, to, able to deal with failing. Yeah, in order to be successful. Oh, yep. absolutely. I actually say all the time that uh, if you aren't failing, you ain't trying hard enough. Yep. So it, it's it's true. It's Fail funny. a lot. Yeah, I tell my kids something very similar. I tell them, I say, like, if you're not making mistakes, then you're not trying anything new. Because if you're only doing what you know, you're never going to go anywhere. You got to try things that you know that you don't know that you're not sure of. Well, think about failure. If, uh, you know. There's a fear that's tied to that with a lot of them, right? Right. Guys are afraid, oh, absolutely. To, afraid to fail. And therefore, we've talked about this on this podcast on numerous different occasions, but so they don't even do anything. Yeah. So they don't even, they don't even take the risk. They don't even try. And the reality of it is, is they don't understand that you've automatically failed right there. Just because you didn't do it so that you wouldn't fail, you still fail because you didn't do it in the first place. Oh, absolutely. So I, I think, uh, there's a bunch of things about failure. So um, I always uh, talk about people like when the stock market crashed, right? All the people are taking their money out. All they did is guarantee their failure because they'd already lost money. But if they would left their money in and let it ride, they had the chance of getting their money back. But instead, they guaranteed their failure by taking it out because they got scared. Right. So me, I didn't. I left, left it in. Yeah. And I'll guarantee in any 15-year window, financially speaking, if you invest in something, you will never lose. But how many people have the gumption to stick with it for 15 years? Yeah. It's hard. It's scary. Yeah. And, and that's it exactly. And that's what this is. That's what this podcast is about is, is we need to look at failure differently. We need to look at failing from a different point of view. And I mean, everybody's first point of view is I'm scared to fail. Uh, for a lot of people, it's crippling or, or, or paralyzing. It, it just locks them in fear. But that's all because you look at failure as a loss, like a definite loss, like you have lost, you have failed, you suck, you're no good because you failed. And so then what does, what do most men's do? Most men do. They, 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 they quit. Yeah. Nothing. They, quit. they don't do anything. They quit. Yeah. They, yeah, they, or they stop early. They yeah, just they don't up, finish. They, yeah. They, 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 like they, they turtle up. They their failure. Turtle up. They turtle, turtle up. That's a redneck oh, I, term right there. I, I, I have another term for turtling, but we can talk about that. <laughs> but I mean, they, they, I always, I always use the term for a lot of guys is they shrink. Yeah, you know, a lot of guys they'll shrink because they, they'll 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 quit, they'll, they'll they'll hide, they'll pull back, they'll retreat, and just because they feel like, well, I, this didn't work for me this one time, it's over. And there are a lot of men out right right now that are listening to this podcast that you know have probably experienced. We're not right. 
you know, in, a, in this conversation, we've brought up business, right? But oh, yeah. Failure transcends into every aspect of our lives. And so there are guys right now that may be a guy out there that's listening right now that maybe you feel like you failed as a father. Yeah. Or a husband in, in a marriage, in a relationship. Or a worker at, at work. Right? Yeah. And so what do you do? You just quit? Some of them do. Some guys do. They just check out. They just stop. They're like, you know what? I've met guys uh, on, on numerous occasions that'll tell me, you know, they've had prior marriages, kids from other marriages, things didn't work out. Well, I failed, I failed at, um, at this. And so now I'm going to focus on this and just kind of let my kids from my prior marriage, just let that go and focus on the kids of my current marriage. You can't do that. You know? Did you meet my mom? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it Oh my God, that but, you but just described her. So let's yeah. not talk about the man. Let's yeah, talk about I met mom. your mother. <laughs> but, it, but it happens, right? And so a lot of guys will justify in their minds you know what? Well, I screwed this up over here, so I'm going to make it better over here. Like I had a guy at work the other day. He was talking about one of his friends and they had had a conversation like that. And he said, well, you know, I messed up my first marriage and I didn't, wasn't a very good father in my, to my kids in my first marriage, but I've got a second chance and I'm doing it right now. Oh, bro. I mean, why don't you ask your kids from your first marriage about that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't, you know, say that, you know, you quit over here and now you're successful over here. So that makes up for the fact that you weren't a father over there, you know? And so maybe, it, maybe they're just trying to balance the scales of crappy to good. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But guys do it, right? Yeah. We justify those things in our minds. Um, it, it, you, you mentioned, you know, being a husband or being a father. What was the other thing you mentioned, Ray? Uh, I'm trying to remember now. Being a husband. I mentioned worker. Worker, yeah. Worker, yeah. yeah. So, or, you know, you go a to business a, owner, whatever it may be. It doesn't matter. I've got a 21-year-old son and he's out there, you know, he's delivering packages now. You have a 21-year-old? Yes. Is that old? Yes, I'm ancient. Yeah. <laughs> I got a... Oh, 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 shit, shit's getting deep in here. Oh, man. We're crossing lines now. <laughs> he, he ain't that old. He no. just got started really early. Yeah, well, anyway. Oh, but <laughs> was that a failure to communicate? No, we know that that time we weren't failing to communicate at all. We were definitely on the same page. You know, what I mean? welcome but, to the shit's getting deep podcast. <laughs> but he's out there, you know, first time he's got a new job. He's delivering packages. He's doing something new. Right. And uh, he said to me that he goes, well, I just think I'm going to ride this out during the holidays. And I'm going to go ask to be put in the plant. I'm like, why? I don't know. This is just, I'm like, no, dude, we don't just quit. You know what I'm saying? We don't just quit. We got to, you're not even giving yourself an opportunity to be successful. You're, you're already, you're already cashing in the chips and going, well, this is hard or this is difficult or it isn't working out the way I want it to. So I'll jump from this and go do this, which that isn't a guarantee either. Right. Right. You know, Never. But, but I see grown men in my profession that do it all day long. They got families and I'm talking to my 21 year old son. I see this in guys that are in their thirties coming on a job and well, I don't like this. I quit. Is that the whole grass is greener on the other side thing? Yeah, probably. Instead of just working out your crap. Right. Like yep. ah, I'm just going to switch my crap. Oh, you have or a tough crap. You still have it. Oh, you have a tough day, right? Like right. You talk about, you know, I think it's a generational yeah, issue, man. You know, the manual labor is not, no, man, we don't do that. I know a guy older than me that's doing manual labor right now. No, no, no. I'm not 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 like boomers and above. I'm talking about the younger generation. They don't want. They don't want to. Do they don't want to do the manual labor thing. Oh, no, 
They want the uh, biggest, the biggest. No, it's day. the boomers that are doing the heavy lifting, you know, the and above. You know, it's us that's still carrying the torch. Well, the, the, not at a least boomer. it was at Disney. <laughs> Don't be looking at me, calling me a boomer. <laughs> I thought it was a compliment, personally. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. So you, you're saying, Don't, you, hey, tell them, Fritz, you don't start none, there won't be none. Right? <laughs> but I mean, the, the, going back to the failure part of it, what I'm, what I was trying to get at with that is that they feel like they're not being successful right out of the gate, or right. adequate, or yeah. adequate. So yeah. the first thing they want to do is quit or jump ship or go do something else. Before, and like you said, they don't they don't put in the the, the fifteen effort, years the of the effort or, or yeah. stay with it, stay committed to it, and to see what it's going to yield down the road. They just they're just so quick to say, "Well, I had a bad day today. I failed today. I didn't do it the way that I thought I should, and wasn't as easy as I wanted it to be. So now I'm going to quit, do something else." Oh yeah, you see that a lot with the kids too in um, academics and sports nowadays. Where back in the day when we were doing sports, you I mean you you did the doubles, you know, for football morning practice and afternoon practice. I mean, they'd run, they'd run you till you puked and you would just go, 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 go. And if you failed on the line, you got back up and like, I'm going to do this again. I'm going to find out, I'm going to figure out how to do this. Yeah. That guy's twice my size, but how can I stop him? How can I do my job in on the line where nowadays it's just like, I can't do it. I'm done. Well, you said something that really kind of stuck with me before we even get started. And I didn't you said, what percent of time do you hear no you're in your profession? I'm estimating 85 plus percent. I, I don't actually know because I, I don't track it, uh, but I know that it's um, well over a majority. And so, so just think about it. If, if you felt like a failure every time somebody said no. Wow. You know what I mean? You know what I mean now? Well, you know, my give a damn's busted when it comes to people telling me no. <laughs> yeah. If you tell me no, okay, great. Tell me why you said no. Yeah. I, I want to know. And yeah. like, I'm, yeah. I'm not upset that you said no. I just want to know why. Maybe it's not the right time. You don't feel like you have the right support, money. I don't I don't even care what the reason is, I, but I'm trying to understand you as an individual. So, yeah. so, and that's where I think uh, a lot of people that do what I do, which is, let's, let's face it, I'm in mortgages. I do sales. Mm-hmm. Right. So sales yep. is nothing more than a bunch of no's to get to the yes. Right. And I've had people tell me no and then do a mortgage with them. Right. I've had people yeah. tell me yes and then not do a mortgage with them. So, Right. I, I subscribe to the uh, some will, some won't, so what, next. I like what you said the other night. You said uh, you actually don't mind the no's because you know that puts you that much closer to, to, the, the, yes. to the yes. Exactly. So I, so if I want 15 yeses, I got to get 85 no's out of 100. Right. That's 85%. I mean, so yeah, I'm going to hit over 8 out of 10 no's. So right. no, do you want this? No. 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 Oh my God, you said no. Can you please say no, please, so I can get to the yes? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm too away. I'm too away from yeah, the yes. It makes sense. It makes yeah, total sense. I'm like, I just need one more no, and then I'm gonna get a yes. <laughs> well, that's all oh, averages, huh? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and, exactly. And in reality, that's how we need to look at failure. That's how we need to look at failing. Is that we got to look at it as a learning or a teaching tool? What did I do wrong? What could I do different? What you know? What happened here? Or or you just learned a way not to do it. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, that's like how many how many light bulb elements did uh, they go through? Right, Edison. a thousand, yeah. a thousand. That's what so? I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my God, there's there's another way not to do it, not to yeah. do it, not to do it, not to do it. Okay, ooh, that one worked. Yeah, you know I always think about you know those they have that show. I don't know if it's a History Channel or any. It does like American businesses or how they get started, craft macaroni and cheese, you know, Heinz ketchup, you know, all these different things. Right to food, you know, 
Probably was, you know, now that you say it, it was probably the yeah, food typically the case. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me, John? John, I didn't know. Dude, that. I don't even I don't even hear you right now. <laughs> because we're gonna change Where's the, the whole persona of this show after the show because you are no longer redneck and eyes and nothing. Okay. <laughs> so what you have, you have no clout in what you're saying at all right now. You're a shell a of a redneck. You're he a shell is. of a redneck. He is. But my, my he's, point he's is, is on these shows, going back to what, <laughs> what Daniel was saying, is that they show how these people had failed over and over and over and over again. They just were persistent and kept at it. And they were like, you know, that one step away, mm-hmm. that one moment away. I, from I saw this somewhere. I don't, I don't remember where, but, um, you know, an overnight success typically has 10 years in the business. Yeah. 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 And then all of a sudden mm. you're overnight. No, I, I freaking worked 10 years. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> like I worked hard for 10 years. And I failed for nine, and I finally I'm successful. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. So there's a ninety percent success or failure rate to get to that ten percent success. So yeah, I, I found a way to fail for nine years to get overnight. Well, think success. about it. To think about it, when we look at our first born child, for instance, how many mistakes we make on that deal? Oh yeah. You know, we oh, had to figure. Yeah. And wow. then when the second one comes around, you realize they don't break that easy, right? You don't have to. The dirt's not going to kill them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. All these things you walk around like you have to put a bubble around this kid, right? Because you can't quite figure it out. And then the second one comes around like, ah, go ahead. Uh, it ain't right, kill him. that door. You'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. You, you, it's cottleage. He'll bounce back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wait, wait, what was You're not word? bleeding, cottleage. kid. Get up. What? Cottleage. Well, you've been cottleage too long. C A. Let me help you out. I thought this cartilage fire something. Cartilage. C A I. Don't even talk right now. Oh, Don't man. even talk. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. There's nothing to hate. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. But that's bullshit. He's, but you, but he's the, just an empty eggshell. Yeah, he's, he's a shell of a man. <laughs> of red <laughs> I don't reckon. I don't even re- redneckinize him right now. <laughs> but maybe that's your next T-shirt—a broken shell with yeah. you know, a bald head coming out. <laughs> oh, oh, oh anyway, but, but you know, the, the point is, is that we we had to fail so many times learning how to be a parent. Yeah, you know, and then and then the second one comes around, and you've learned all these different things, and you go. Man, it's a lot easier the second time around. Why? Because you know, you have a. Yeah, that was you. That, yeah, that was, was you. me. That was all you. You didn't have that, you <laughs> know, the, 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 that experience. And now that you do, you're like, okay, yeah. I learned from those mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Well, well you know, even I, I went, I was in the Marine Corps and I went to boot camp, of course. So we spent a week learning how not to fire a rifle with no bullets. Like, seriously, <laughs> we spent a week sitting there dry firing a rifle uh-huh. for them to tell us we're doing it wrong. Yeah. And then the second week, yeah. we spent a week with real bullets on a rifle range, learning how to make sure that last week we learned how not to do it, that we're doing it right this week. See, I was in the Army. We knew that the rifles needed bullets. <laughs> oh, saying. my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hang on, let me pull my pants Let him charge, let him charge. He was in the, the Army. Charge. I know. He was in the Army. It wasn't the American Army because yeah. they don't talk about like it. It was in the Army, baby. Yeah. Fort hood, no good Fort Hood. No yeah. good Fort Hood. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. But I think but that, you're right. It, that's same same scenario. You know, you learn what not to do, right? Right, and then you learn how to do it right. So there's a there's I think there's four levels of competence. You know, it's like you don't know what you don't know. You know, you know you're good at it. You know you're great at it. And then I I don't remember how it goes, but I know there's four levels. Yeah. 
It's kind of like Redneckify. Right. I don't know all that either. <laughs> Redneck and nice. He, don't eat, he, he doesn't even say it. He doesn't either. Redneckanisms. <laughs> yeah. Redneck of lies. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> oh, no. The truth is out. The truth is out. Uh, anyway. But I mean, but it goes back to what we were saying before, too. Like, you know, you learn what not to do. Oh, you learn we how to do and how to be better. And that's, and that's what we have to realize as men, too, in our lives as far as, I know you're not talking as many times. I've heard that thing chirp over there. Yeah, I know. Everybody's Fritz, phones are going Fritz off. Fritz over here bagging on people, and he's got the crickets going off over there. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? <laughs> well, that was at least before we recorded. Yeah, yeah, well, he's had yeah. to go off during recording. Have your chicks call you later, man. We're not doing recording. Uh, Candy, call me later, honey. I'll be home. But <laughs> but if we get the mentality going back to what we're saying, that, okay, well, I screwed it up, so it's over. Yeah, we can't do that. No. You can't. Like you said, it's like pulling your money out of the stock market after you've lost everything. It, it really, when you really think about it, it doesn't make sense. And I think that's part of the problem is that we don't think about it. We just instantly think everybody sees me as a failure. I'm a no knee jerk good. reaction. Yeah. It's all of ours. It's exactly. the same. We all react the same. It's like, oh my God, I'm a failure. But the truth is, no, you just failed at this one task. Right. So, and yeah. what did we learn from it? It was what we have to take hold of is what did we learn from that? Okay, I will say that if you didn't take the time to figure out what you learned from it, are a failure. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's the true fail right there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's so epic. It's it's pulling your money out early. Yes, like you're, sir. You just guaranteed your failure. There you go. If you, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and failing the same way over and over and over, you're not learning. Isn't that the definition of crazy? It's insanity. Insanity. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's both. It's, same. Are you saying it's him? Yeah. It's me. The hamster wheel. The hamster wheel. Guys pointing at uh, Ray Ray Day all day. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we need to we need to take them as teaching moments. You need to look at your failure or failing as a teaching moment. That didn't work. Let's try it a different way. There's going to be the right way. I think the other part of it is realizing you just don't quit. You just keep at it. Yeah. You know? Keep going. You know, it's yeah. like we, every time I go to a teacher conference and I tell my my teachers, you know, my kids, I'm like, yeah, they're like, oh, you got good students. I'm like, oh, so the beatings are working. Yeah. Like, so I just don't quit. <laughs> oh my God. Now he's taking it out of the deer, obviously. <laughs> no, that's great. Right. Yeah, no, I leave them. They're all perfectly You're healthy. not even getting back, any backstrap off of that thing. Uh, I'm not beating my kids. I'm beating his deer. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, we can always tell when your daughter's doing awful in school. His oh, yeah. deer end up dead. Oh, <laughs> another, thing, the truth. another thing we got to remember, too, is that failure is going to happen. Absolutely. Always. It, it is going to happen. And you need to, like I said, embrace that failure, learn from that failure, and try it a different way. Well, it's guaranteed. Yeah, it's guaranteed to happen. It's like running out of gas. Who hasn't run out of gas? Uh, right. Yeah. Every one of us had to walk to a gas station, call a friend, get a gas can, whatever we had to do, right? Yep. Exactly. But then we learned, I'm really going to watch the needle. Yeah. Make and sure when it gets low and the light comes on, I'm really going to go to the gas station because I don't want to walk again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. That's it. And we have to do it. And we, we can't let fair, fear, ah, excuse me. We ah. can't let failure paralyze us. Yeah. yeah. You can't let it, you can't let it rule. You can't let it paralyze you. Embrace it. Yeah. Exactly. Know what's going to happen. Yeah. Grow with it. Like you're going to have a blowout. Yeah. It's going to happen. Man. And you're not going to do everything right every time. Nope. I mean, what kind of, what kind of uh, standards or expectations do you have on yourself to expect yourself to be successful on every venture you have. That's unrealistic. It's like when we look at the simplicity of being a man, you're not going to be a perfect father. You're not going to be a perfect husband. You're not going to be the perfect worker. Don't tell my wife this. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fail. It's going to happen. 
But it goes back to what you said, Daniel. Are you going to learn from those mistakes? Or are you going to use that as an excuse to seize up, to bind up, and to quit? You know, if, if, if just thinking about this conversation tonight, we're talking about an 85% chance you're going to get told no. How would you ever survive if you're just a quitter? I mean, you're talking the first time somebody says, no, you quit. You'll never, ever be in a place in your life to be able to see what the fruits of that labor could have brought you. We've used an example of pulling money out of the stock market, right? Because of fear. You're guaranteed, like, like Daniel said, you're, you've already failed. You've already lost. And so many men that are listening to this podcast right now, you've checked out. You've quit. Because you either have failed a couple of times or you're afraid of failing. Man, we don't have the luxury of quitting. Those of you that listen to this podcast right now, if you're a father, you don't have the luxury to quit because you're afraid you're going to fail. You got to keep pushing. That's what fathers do. And fathers make mistakes. I know I make them every single day. But going back to what we said earlier, if, if you make those mistakes and you don't learn from those mistakes, yes, you are a failure. A really stupid one. But you know what? If you, if you step back and you evaluate your, your life and your success, you're going to find out that no matter how successful you are today, it took an awful lot of failure to get there. Awful lot of stumbling blocks, an awful lot of disappointments, an awful lot of heartache, an awful lot of frustration. But you've got to keep that grind going. You've got to push and keep pushing and keep pushing. Because at the end of the day, you've got people depending on you. There are men that are sitting out there right now that have, have absolutely no idea what it is to be a man, and they're watching you. And you've got the opportunity to impart upon every man that you come in contact with what it's like to be somebody that keeps pushing and persevering, or you can be labeled as a quitter and a failure. I guess at the end of the day, it's all up to you. But the sad thing is, is we got so many guys that are so quick to check out. And I just want to speak to those guys right now. If you listen to this podcast and you feel like quitting, don't quit, man. Don't give up. Keep pushing. Keep pushing because you know what? There is light at the end of the tunnel. And yeah, maybe it not, may not be as bright as you want it to be. It may not be as you know fabulous as you thought it was going to be. But guess what? It's going to be a hell of a lot better than where you are right now if you just keep pushing. And if you do that, my friends, well, hell, that's where the rubber meets the road.